My name is Brian Shackman, and this is another edition of The Primary Pod. Today we have California Congressman Ro Khanna, who happens to also be the co-chair of the Bernie Sanders campaign. Now, the things that we focus on today are this concept of Sanders as a democratic socialist. Khanna is a progressive capitalist. How does he reconcile the socialist aspect and how it sits in parts of America. Also, all this criticism of Bernie Sanders that he's un-American with these policies, just because he's advocated for things that aren't classically capitalist, does that make him any less American than you or me? Here's my conversation with Ro Khanna. Ro Khanna, California congressman with me in person. A lot of times podcasts, they make it sound like they're together and they're not, but Ro is literally sitting Five feet. feet from, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> close here in the NECN studios. Again, Primary Pod, we have the Primary Source show Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. It re-airs at 11, and we've started this podcast because there's just way too much stuff happening and way too many interesting conversations to have. Congressman Khanna is from California, and he is the co-chair of the Bernie Sanders campaign. And thank you for being here on the Primary Pod, first of all. Uh, there's so many questions I have, but, you know, first and foremost, uh, you supported Bernie in 2016. Uh, what about him drew you to him? Because you are not a democratic socialist. You actually represent one of the most um, entrepreneurial districts on the planet, Silicon Valley. And so it doesn't necessarily meet up intellectually. How did that happen? I believe that his policies, a Medicare for all, a free public college, of an investment in infrastructure – is what's needed to prepare us for a knowledge economy. If we want, if you believe that human capital is the most important, then you have to make the investment in people, and you have to tackle the systematic inequality in our country, and that's what drew me to his campaign. But the Facebooks, the Apples, the Amazons, they're going to have to pay a lot more into the system in the future the way it's constructed under a Bernie Sanders presidency, correct? And they should. They should have to pay more tax. I mean, the idea that uh, these tech companies, which are worth trillions of dollars in my district, aren't paying uh, 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 more tax uh, is not uh, the issue of our country. The issue of our country, I'm not concerned about innovation. Our, our innovation in the Valley uh, is very, very strong. What we need is uh, more people to have the opportunity to have access to these jobs. All right, there's two things I want to touch on because we don't have a, a ton of time. Uh, Bernie uh, released his immigration plan today. Uh, just talk about, you know, I, the headlines are he wants to get rid of Customs and Border Protection, he wants to get rid of ICE, and he wants to decriminalize people who illegally cross the border. Explain to America, to New England, to anyone listening to this podcast, how that protects our borders and makes the system better. Here's how it protects our borders. Let's be clear on what he's talking about. He's saying we shouldn't be criminally prosecuting mothers with children coming across. That has been the law for a, a hundred years. Right, because now what's going on now is they you cross the border and they say, oh, you're a criminal, so we have to send you back. I mean, that's sort of the, the setup that they've made, which is not the way it's historically which, been which in our country. Not, for a hundred years, we never would prosecute uh, families uh, coming with little kids. And you, there was, the statute was on the book. No, no one ever used it. And then Donald Trump has started using it. That doesn't mean that you aren't going to prosecute people who are coming over with drug trafficking or prosecute people who are engaged in human trafficking or prosecute people who are engaged in great fraud. What we're saying is if you come over here and you're coming for a better life with young kids, you still may be sent back. No one is saying that uh, what you're doing is not uh, is legal, but we're not going to put the resources of the federal government in putting mothers into jail. And I think that's common sense. Yeah. In, in terms of you, you have that that issue, you have Medicare for all, and, and we have both Republicans, believe it or not, there are some Republicans uh, where we're located in Massachusetts and Democrats 
who have this big issue right now. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, I can give a little more opinion on the pod. I, I think that Elizabeth Warren getting so much flack for her payment plan for Medicare for All has given Bernie Sanders cover where he doesn't have to answer the questions he usually would have to answer on this issue because they're all directed at Elizabeth Warren. But when it comes to free college, when it comes to Medicare for All, uh, what about the people that actually still worry about balancing a budget, who still worry about the national deficit, the national debt? Uh, how do you tell people that, that we won't go further into debt in this country? I'm very worried about our national debt, and I'll tell you the three things that have caused it. The wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, $6 trillion. Donald Trump's one point. So you agree with him, Trump, on that, though? I agree. Those were disastrous yep. decisions. To, to go into Iraq was a colossal blunder. To stay in Afghanistan for 20 years, colossal blunder. That's what's causing a lot of the deficit. And then the Trump tax cuts, uh, $1.4 trillion, and the Bush tax cuts. You know how I know those three things are the cause? Because Bill Clinton left this country with budget surpluses. So here's my point to people. You want to have free public college? It's going to cost $80 billion. That's a lot of money. I agree. That's two years in Afghanistan. Stop. Let's get out of Afghanistan. That's Donald Trump's defense increase. Let's not put the money in $100 billion more dollars of defense. Let's put it in educating our kids. Medicare for all, uh, instead of having all of the profits that were going to the insurance companies and it, that are going to the drug companies, let's have uh, people actually get better care at cheaper prices. So. Yeah. That's my view. We can debate it, but I am very concerned about the rising deficits. I just don't. Th I think that the cause of those deficits are tax cuts and wars. You know, I don't support any candidate. It's of not course. my. It's not my job. But I will say that. The one thing that bothers me, and you can respond to it, is that I've come full circle on Bernie Sanders in this sense. People who attack the patriotism of certain people, whether they didn't serve or did serve, like the guy has just put himself out there for d decades to try to help people and Americans. And it just it kind of bothers me that some of these people are attacked for their patriotism when they've dedicated their lives to try to help Americans. You know, I mean, doesn't that bother you when the right there's a whole host of Democratic candidates where this happens to. But Bernie, especially, it's like they use the word socialist. And we've talked to a lot of people in Florida who say you say socialist and anyone who emigrated from Venezuela or Ecuador, they go crazy because right. they, they can't stand that term. So the term is a problem for him if he gets in the general election. But I I don't like the attack on the patriotism. I side appreciate of it. you're saying that because he's dedicated his whole adult life to helping people. And ultimately, it's not about the labels. It's about what does he want to do? He wants to give people health care. He wants to give people education. He wants to give people a raise in their pay. Attack his economic idea. Say, okay, I disagree with it. I don't know if we can afford it. That's all fair. But don't question his motives. I mean, what he's saying is some people have done really well in this country. A lot of people don't have basic health care education. I want to give that. And the final point about it, and this is where I think people should, you know, people criticize with him about his age. But I was talking to my father. He's uh, 73, and uh, they lost a local election in Northampton. He's the chair of the local Northampton Democratic Party in Pennsylvania. He says, look, I've been doing this 12 years. I need to just retire. I'm done with this. Has anyone thought at Bernie Sanders' age what is motivating him to continue? Why is he so passionate about this? He had an issue with his heart, and yet he's out there fighting because he believes in this stuff. I, I, my last point is this, is that if that's true, and I, I don't doubt it, I believe that the democratic socialist term hurts him. And, and you consider yourself a progressive capitalist. Like, why hurt yourself with the term and let the policies just speak for themselves? Like, if you didn't have the term or rally around a certain 
so-called right. ideology. Just let the policies be what they are. I'm not trying to give the campaign advice, but I mean, I, I, I know, I know the term hurts the candidate. But I'll tell you, I've, I've heard it from too he, many people. I'll, I'll, I'll say this: he's he he gets support from independents, he gets support from Democrats, and he does make it about the issues as opposed to about a term. But uh, he is someone who is very principled, and he doesn't look at what is going to play well in the polls. And this is how he started his career, being a social Democrat, inspired by uh, a, a view that people should have hed- education and health care and uh, the state should make sure that people have their basic rights uh, uh, protected. And that's that's who he is. And he doesn't think that just for a political campaign that he should uh, adopt something different. You mentioned I call myself a progressive capitalist. I believe in free enterprise, but I believe that we need to make sure people have the basic uh, policies that Bernie Sanders are talking about. But that's how I identify. Bernie Sanders has a 40 years. And I think the reason people ultimately trust him is that they know he's a person of integrity. He doesn't just say things or adopt labels uh, for politics. He is who he is. And, uh, uh, and, and, and he's willing to win or lose based on his being who he is. Congressman Rokata, thank you very much. Thank Co-chair you. of the Sanders campaign. That is it for this week's primary pod. And of course, you can listen to it again, share it with friends, do whatever you do, but always check us out on Primary Source Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on New England Cable News. I'm Brian Shackman. We'll see you next week.